3: Mikey Mike bringing us in with smooth sounds. I guess, Darren, when you think of smooth, didn't you think of Darren? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Clean. Extremely smooth. I bet he's got a blazer on right now. Yeah, he doesn't dress casually, for does he? Or a radio interview. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why are you going to do that to him? <laughs> I'm just
3: keeping it real, man. Um, You want to bet on it? All right, we'll ask him. Okay, that's a bet. All right, okay, that's a bet.
4: Darren Haynes with us from WUSA9 via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter via the books. Download the BetQL app today. Darren, Doc tells me you're probably wearing a blazer to do a radio interview. I think you're probably dressed casual.
5: Listen, Doc. Well, well, first, I got Doc is correct. I am I am in a in a suit, (laughs) but it's because I'm getting ready for work.
4: Okay, okay, okay. Was I right or not? Yeah, you nailed it. Okay. Thank you. I didn't No, write. no, no, no,
5: thank no. 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 You, you were you were right, but thank the you. timing of it made you lucky.
3: Well.
5: Because I had I'll to
3: take go to luck. Work. luck 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 cashes, you know, just like but, fate cashes. Yeah. I'll take luck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I but I will take the smooth music, man, you know. That's that that's that's my swag. Well, that's good stuff. Now, over the weekend, um, obviously, the big news was Eric Bien. I mean, I want to start there before we get to some of this ownership stuff I know you've been tweeting about. But just reaction to it, and and maybe, you know, I don't know what to call it, fallout, but just kind of now it's become a national story, right? Like, everybody is in on this, whether it's, uh, you know, former players like, you know, LaShawn McCoy, you know, to just people that are are surprised and outraged that he'd have to go this route in order to uh, help his – you know, head coaching stock down the road. What, what was your takeaway from all this uh, news over the weekend?
5: Well, one is the reality of what Eric the enemy has to go through just to become a head coach in the NFL. Um, obviously, we know the, you know the 17 interviews for 16 different teams is, is outrageous, uh, especially with the guy who has that particular kind of resume. But the fact that Eric needed to leave a team that just won their Super Bowl in order to put himself in position to be a head coach, um, not even necessarily a head coach. I mean, he's an assistant head coach and a coordinator, but to leave all of that success to come here uh, basically taking a no, – I don't want to say a step backwards, but you guys get what I mean, in order to position himself for a head coach in position where he should have been in, 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 the, in the first place. Um, that takes a huge sacrifice. Imagine going to like your your family and friends and being like, hey, I'm leaving this, this Super Bowl championship team to join the commanders where obviously they're trying to change some things and move up. But we also know the drama surrounding about uh, with, with that team. Uh, but, you know, for me, I, I feel like, you know, the commanders hit a home run on this one. Um, I think they, they technically, if you kind of look at it, you had Jack Del Rio who was a head coach as well with Ron Rivera. They kind of have probably the most uh, experienced coaching staff in the NFL with, with with two, you know, one head coach, one previous uh, former head coach and one head coach who should be a head coach. Um, so it, it works out for them. And, and, and Eric Bieniemy is going to have full control over the the offense. I remember uh, tweeting out on Friday, he was interviewing, you know, some of the, the staff and kind of figuring out the structure and who should he keep, uh, who should he move forward with and stuff like that. Um, and so this is something Eric Bieniemy, you know, he, he wanted. This is going to put, put him in a position where if he is successful, I don't think he's going to stay around here that long. And I don't think anybody expects him to stay around here that long.
3: It is interesting to me, until I know what he can do and what he can't do, I'm I'm still holding my reservation because Mm -hmm. in this game, you got to have power to control your own destiny. Don't hire me and then tell me who I have to accept. i got to have the ability to pick who I want. And that's not clear to me. Also, the money's not clear. We make it too much about... Is he a head coach or not? Well, in this league, the pattern had already been set. That was going to be a, a long haul, especially when you work under a great guy and you have very little responsibility in the overall outcome. Being an assistant coach is okay. Joe Gibbs worked one of the best ever, Don Coriel. He came here, but when he developed, he developed his own thing. It's not going to be Andy's thing. It's going to be the enemy's thing, and he needs time to be able to develop that and power.
5: Correct, and and – and I'm sure he has his own plan on how he wants things to work, but also working alongside a guy like Andy Reid, like any of us in, for me in the broadcast business, working alongside Stuart Scott, you know, some of his greatness, you know, came on to me. I, I learned a lot just by working a, alongside him. So, so yeah, it, it's going to be Eric Bienemy's style. It's going to be his type of offense that, he, that he's going to bring here now that he has that control over that offense. Um, but even though he may have, not approved, may have not proved himself in being the leader all by himself, I'm sure there's something that he learned from Andy Reid that will help guide him guide him through all of this. Now, one thing I do think about, like what LaShawn McCoy said, man, I, I, sometimes I got to take that with a grain of salt, man. Like, some people are going to like you, some people are not. People are like colors. I like the color blue. Some people out there like red, so they may hate me. You know, I, I, had a, I had a college head coach where a lot of players hated him. I love the dude because the dude allowed me to start every game. So, you know what I mean? So people just have different views. He maybe had a bad experience, which is his experience, and it's fair. Um, but I don't think one individual should speak on the, on the, the legacy of, of Eric Bienemy when he had so many other players that he coached.
4: Yeah, and that's a good point. I and mean, current guys have said really good things about him. We were talking about Travis Kelsey earlier as well. And who knows, in 2019, maybe he didn't have anything to do with the passing game, but maybe in 2021, 2020, you know, moving on, whatever, he did. So, I mean, that that's also kind of irrelevant when you're talking about four seasons ago, too, isn't it?
5: Yeah, no, no absolutely. And you got to maybe think about it. I mean, obviously we're not in this the locker room with, yep. with the Chiefs and Andy Reid but as you know, he's trying to get these interviews for the head coaching position and then these, the thing come out, things come out like he interviews, uh, doesn't interview well, which from all the sources I've heard in the in the commander's building, he interviewed very well. Uh, and then he doesn't call the offensive plays. I'm sure Andy Reid, who has literally had his back since day one, um, maybe opened it up a little bit more where he was calling more of the plays. Maybe he was more involved when Deshaun McCoy wasn't there anymore. So that's actually a factual thing. Sure. But, of course, it's just speculation because we're not – we're not in the locker room there. One thing I do want to point out, which I think was a pretty badass move. So on Friday, I don't know if you guys heard, but to help seal the deal to get Eric Bienem, they Dan Snyder's private plane flew out to L.A. to pick up Jason Wright, who was in L.A. at that particular time, uh, to fly Jason Wright back to help basically, like quote, seal the deal, uh, because Jason Wright and Eric Bienem literally grew up in the same same hood, same area. Uh high school's probably about eleven miles apart. I thought that was I thought that was a cool move to try to help this commander's team out to lock up a guy like that.
3: Well I've been scratching my head I've been scratching my head till I'm bleeding as to why they don't <laughs> use the n f l resources that they have on their staff who, to my knowledge, have not been allowed to be involved in the football side of it, which I think is insane, but that's the business. But he's not the only person that has a relationship with B enemy that's on that staff that's around. So you know, all this to me is is crazy because what other choice did Eric have?
5: I mean, he had the choice to stay. Right. Well did he? And 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 and, and play behind possibly one of the greatest quarterbacks, not possibly, he's kinda already up there. Uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks who ever played the game and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. and make another AFC championship. I mean, life, life seems pretty good out And wrong with that.
3: It's, not, it's nothing wrong with he had a good job, he was good at it. But promotion, it's about making more money. What are we talking about? The guy wants to make more money. If you are better than people making millions more than you, you want to be in that arena. So if you're dealing with a staff that's 500, and you guys got make guys making millions of dollars a year and failing. That's what I want. I want to get to the pot.
5: So you think So you think, Eric Bieniemy, if he had to pick one, he would rather take the more money over the head coaching position? If he, like unless if they he's paid, insane. If he paid him big-time money to be an assistant coach, he'll be cool with that? I'm just wondering your, your well, take on yeah, that. Yeah, I, I
3: think so. I think that's the progression of it. It's about securing your future. Well, the only way it's to make that money trivial. is to be
4: the head coach, though. Yeah, and have some power. Yeah, you got to be the head coach to make the but money. But
3: again, I wouldn't hire a head coach that wasn't capable of being my offense or defensive coordinator. I would never have somebody in charge that's dependent <laughs> upon somebody else.
5: The hell, are you talking about? Man, I'll, I'll, I'll love. I'll love to see Doc as a head coach, man. <laughs> we, we need to make you an NFL head coach at least <laughs> well, for like a week.
4: Yeah, it would be like one of those shows, like Extreme Makeovers, Darren. Like where they, you know, they send the people to boot camp. It would essentially be that. He used to have this business that is kind of defunct. Now, are you still trying the business? Rent-a-jerk. Rent-a-jerk? Yeah. yeah, this thing I called rent-a-jerk. i what, jerk. Darren,
3: everybody on, or on my staff would be qualified to do their job.
5: Yeah, because you fired everybody who was previously on the staff.
3: Well, well i based on their record. No, beautiful people love to go out and have dinner with them, but based on their record, it's average.
4: So it depends yeah, yeah.
3: on what you want to sell. If you're just doing it for the money, then go ahead. Go on. For me, it's chips or nothing.
4: All right, we're, we're here with uh, – yeah, go ahead.
5: Oh no! I was saying I I think obviously you want to make more money, but I I think that he's probably chasing the money more with the head coaching position rather than any position and making more money. I think that's why he sacrificed all of that to come out here to be an assistant head coach and offensive coordinator to put himself uh, in position to be a head coach where then he can get the money.
4: Yeah, it's, I, I think that exactly. He's, he's, again, he's got to have this experience in order to get the next experience uh, possibility. Uh, Darren Haynes with us, WSA 9, here via the Beck guest hotline uh, on Burgundy Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 980, streaming live with the free Odyssey app. Uh, the other day, too, you had some information about uh, more bidders getting tours uh, of the facility, obviously talk, talking about the ownership situation with the team for sale what do you, what do you know about that darren and I mean how many bidders are we talking about realistically involved in this thing right now uh so so what I'm told as of Friday
5: unless unless they're having one today okay um there's been there's been there's been four okay there's been four there's been four bidders that have actually uh toured the facility uh to basically you know when you're buying a house you know like it was like an open house okay what, what does the facility look like in, and they give they they give them a tour. So I know at least at least four. And then the latest one was um, was on Friday.
4: Do any feel for how much longer this process is going to take, and uh, when you know? Do t- t- is there a deadline coming up for final bids or anything like that?
5: So, from what I'm hearing
4: from the sources that I'm talking to is basically,
5: you know, Dan has his number, okay, um, and. And that could happen. They can finalize things today, okay, or it could take, you know, ten months. Be, you know, you know, if he he wants to sell it for a certain price or whatever percentage that he wants to sell it for. But there's a number that he's looking for, and um, and if someone hits it, then the, so it will be sold. Now I will look at it like this in regards to a timeline. If we want something like this to kind of happen um the nfl owners meetings is late march uh don't quote me on the day i believe it's march 25th somewhere around there but let's just say the end of march sure and the way the process usually works they have to if there is a potential buyer that they they lock down uh then they have to go to the financial board uh right before the nfl owners meetings and that's usually a couple weeks before the nfl owners meeting um so if you're looking at a timeline you're looking at something needs to happen in regards to someone purchasing the team in the next you know, two and a half weeks uh, if we want this to be finalized where the NFL owners can vote to accept this new owner in by the NFL owners' meetings late March. So, that, so the window's kind of closed. Now, I will say this, though. NFL owners can always at any point have uh, a meeting whenever they want to. Um, obviously, it's got to be scheduled and what site it's going to be at. Um, they 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 can do that. I think I believe they did that with the Denver Broncos um, when they completed that sale in August, I believe. Um, so they can always have it. But the one that's on the calendar right now is the March one. And if, some, if we want that sale to happen and be approved, something needs to happen in the next two and a half weeks.
4: Any um, more rumblings about whether or not Jeff Bezos is really involved in this thing right now? Because he seems like the guy that could close this thing down quicker. Than most. <laughs> listen,
5: listen. <laughs> you know, what? I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we all we all have our sources and sometimes the information that we receive, um, we can't we can only really share like 20 percent of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but that was one of my top choices where I'm like, was Jeff Bezos one of them? Right. Right. Um, and 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 it was a I, I can't I can't share that information.
4: Yeah.
5: Um, it's like you don't really care about any, anybody else. But if it's Jeff Bezos. But but I, I do have. Some sources talking about um, uh, Josh Harris is a uh, is a name, a guy who uh, sure. owns like the Seventy Sixers and stuff like that. is is a, 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 a guy who is uh, a potential buyer, and and quite frankly, someone told me to just make keep your eye on keep your eye out on him, keep your eye on him, and this is from someone. Really up there, so this may be like the front runner as of right now, unless Bezos is that guy who comes in out of nowhere, like people have talked about, and kind of just sweep everything, you know, put that big money down and 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 knock every outbid everybody else. Yeah. But I have not heard anything about Jeff Bezos, but I do know for sure the team is for sale, and that's a real thing that's going to happen. Okay,
3: I sure hope you're right.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, I think it needs you know again it would be. That would be um, a Super Bowl for a lot of people. It'd be like winning a Super well, Bowl. Just the
3: excitement from coming from the defenders' game and feeling that energy uh, is you just indicative of of what used to be around here on a yes. regular basis. It was on demand product, and that was refreshing.
5: Doc, were, you were there? Absolutely, bro. Yeah, and I, man, I totally agree with you. I was walking around. Um, you know, after I did my interview with The Rock, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I had to do my interview with, with Dwayne. Remote. I call him Dwayne. I don't, I, I call him Dwayne. I don't call him Rock. The Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the atmosphere, man, the way those fans were so excited and just throwing beer in the air, throwing the lemons. I was like, mm-hmm. man, this. If the Commanders can get this type of atmosphere and this fan base and this excitement, um, it, it's it, it is it is the place to be.
4: Yeah. It Amen is, to it that. Was last Brought back a lot of memories, man. Yeah, a lot cool. of memories. All right, hey Darren. Uh, appreciate it, Darren. Pre- Appreciate you. fitness in uh, and getting dressed up for the occasion. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys. We'll see Darren Haynes Thank tonight you. on uh, WUSA9. Uh, good stuff there on the uh, commanders, and obviously, good to know they're still for sale because uh, there there are a lot of people that are extremely nervous about this. Extremely nervous, and I put myself in that category. <laughs> you, well, you, so
3: it didn't make you feel good. When you heard that Dan put the president on a plane no, to go out and
4: talk. I, I don't have a problem with that look I, I, okay. I, I don't think he's trying to tear the place down on the way out. I, I think he wants to leave it in a good place. I also don't think he's going you know put you know a hundred million dollars in an escrow for for free agents either. <laughs> but, but I do think there are some things he will do as the owner for now. Um, to continue to uh, make these things happen. No, what would have been more of a concern, I think, or what should have been more of a concern for people is if it would have come out that Dan himself left, you know, the yeah, yacht in, in to close him. the deal with the enemy. Then I'd be like, ooh, okay. That's that's different than, you know, in the situation where, um, you know, he's letting, you know, the president of the team use the, the plane, which he should be allowed to use. You know, I would just think. I mean, you've flown on the plane before. I mean, I would think yeah. Jason should be allowed to use it too.
3: Yeah, well. I mean,
4: you've yeah. been on the yacht too, but. uh, Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have. Them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darren Haynes on Twitter at Darren M Haynes on Twitter. But you've and, been on his deck, but have you, by the, the way, for you to for him to call Rock Dwayne, I mean, is that acceptable? Can you call Dwayne the Rock Johnson Dwayne? I don't know. I don't know. But Darren's on
3: that level. Darren yeah, is, you is. know, like yeah. I said, he's a suit and tie guy. Yeah, yeah. And Because uh, I
4: saw the pictures of the video of Rock on the field. The Rock, I'll call him The Rock. Cause yeah, I saw
3: him. I guess he was at every game. He
4: doesn't look like a real person. I mean, he looks you know, like a... He looks like, like a, he's
3: wearing a costume. Right, like he looks like <laughs> you know, a superhero <laughs> like movie costume, a costume
4: guy. It's <laughs> just like somebody can't be that big all the time. Yeah. It reminded me of a bigger example of Ken Harvey. That's you remember, good. You yeah. know,
3: whenever I see Mr. Harvey, yeah. he doesn't look real. He doesn't look like I go, yeah. dude, do you have a costume on? Right. <laughs> like,
4: <laughs> well, Ken, Marcus Ken's Patton was like that, too, right? Yeah, when,
3: yeah but, but Ken's bigger than Ken's Marcus. Taller, right? yeah, Ken's, yeah, Ken's taller, tall. right. Ken's taller. So, Ken, every time I see Ken, and I love him, he's a great yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. He's got he's an author. He's got sure. new books out. He's a fantastic individual. But I go... Are you in pain? <laughs> I mean, Does, it, <laughs> does <laughs> I go, muscles have muscles. Yeah, does it hurt?
4: Is muscles have you? muscles? I mean, you
3: look like it takes so much effort, right? Just to hold your your upper body up. <laughs> I mean, he's mad. <laughs> I go. It doesn't look real, and that's when I see Dwayne Johnson. I go, yep. and I watch his show. I think yeah. the show is cool. Uh, the Rock. He doesn't look normal. It looks like he's. Carrying all that around has got to be
4: tough, no doubt. All right, we'll get to some calls. If you have yeah. been on the line? Hang in there. We'll get to re- recap some of those coming up off of uh, the Airbnb enemy hire uh, by the Commanders over the weekend at three zero one two three zero zero nine and eight. We do, we will get to the XFL stuff in the two o'clock hour. I think there's a lot of a lot of encouraging things from the weekend of the XFL here in DC over at Audi Field, just down the road here from where we are. We'll get to your uh, calls coming up next here on Burgundy Gold today, Team 90
1: streaming live on the Free Odyssey
4: app.
0: Call from mom.
6: One, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven, eight,
3: nine. I like the way Mike is breaking us in here on Burgundy and Gold today. Kind of slow roll. Got a couple questions for you. As he lets it fade out. What position player on offense would benefit the most
4: by the enemy's design? It sure seems like again, both right all the running backs, but in particular Antonio Gibson, right? It just seems like he would be the guy that would his skill set would fit it the most. It would seem like his skill set would fit it the most. But I mean yeah, Kateri, uh Dotson. Could you see one of those guys becoming the cheetah type of big play, you know, home run kind of guy? No, yeah, you know, I don't see Samuel. This. I don't know. I don't. I think it's Thomas Logan. Mm-hmm. If well, he's here, I don't here, know if he's here. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What I'm yeah. If he's here, there's going to be a tight end. I just it's don't know who's going to be. Yeah, I don't but, know which one, but I yeah. do
3: think that because there's a clearing out. Action with those three freaks. Yeah, who the hell's going? You're going to get one on one. You're right. Gonna either going to be 24 yeah. or 82. The back who's a good receiver or the tight end is going to run buck wild because there's just yeah. not enough people to cover everybody. If you get protection, there's that. If and the <laughs> offensive line, and that's why go uh, to me, I need to know what the relationship is. I need to know. Just too many things I have to know before well, this press conference, so I
4: can get a feel for this. And also, a personnel standpoint, like, are we going to do better for our? You know, are they going to do better for themselves than they did last year in terms of you know upgrading the interior because they downgraded, they didn't upgrade, they downgraded. You know, and point. I get it. You had a million center hurt injuries, but you got to figure that out too because you, you got to find somebody and something that's going to be more dependable for you at that you position. Go younger. I mean, yeah. you know, you yeah. you, 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 they you always do that.
3: Mules. Yeah. Eighth, ninth year, man, from play—it's like a, a a pro boxer. I mean, you're yeah. just asking for trouble. Past eighth, ninth year, taking them body blows. It's a good point. You got to get some youth, man. What did Kansas City do? They went out and got rookies. Yeah, they happened to be higher draft picks, but right. they pulled out. They got their teeth smashed in the Super Bowl against the Bucks. They fixed it. So he knows he's been around it. I still have some questions need to be answered. We got some guys been very patient. Let's start off with Bonesy. In Both the
7: district. There. Doc, my main man, Scott Jackson. So. Shout out to, to DJ Eminem. Hey, man, uh, you know, I've been listening to this, you know, since 9 o'clock. I mean, since early this morning, right? You know, and I was surprised, you know, to hear uh, the superstar man, you know, uh, uh Sheehan, brother Sheehan, you know, his response to this, you know, Tiring of uh, Earth the enemy, you know. I was, you know, I was caught off guard, with that one, right coming from Sheehan, right? But then, you know, for those of us don't, don't ro- familiar, yeah, yeah. for those of us yeah.
4: not familiar with his work, because I never listened to his show. Yeah. What did he say? What did he say? I'm, I never listened to his show, oh, so I man, have no idea. You
7: know, he, 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 he was like he in, he in the middle. He like loop war okay, you know that's what fair. I mean? I'm like, oh, well, that's well, actually well, a good well, reaction you know, for so, him.
4: That's actually a good reaction yeah, for him because yeah. he's he's a. Uh, Denounced the program a while ago. Uh, the franchise, he's denounced yes. them. So. I didn't think he even followed the team. No, I didn't anymore. either. Yeah. I thought he was more of a Ravens guy. Yeah, now, to be truthful with too. you, yeah, So okay, well that's that's all right. No, actually, exactly. that's encouraging. More soccer he's that's big in the world yes. in soccer, is. Yeah. But soccer. I, I haven't heard his show in several years, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Ever since Tommy left, I really have a hard time. Yeah, listening.
3: then when Laveros there, that was special. Yeah, that was yeah, a that special was show
4: special back then. Yeah, but now, yeah, not so much. And then you know,
7: like, and then you know, this, you know, this week. The people in this country, they're so hypocritical, you know. You know, Slim Shady, man, when you left Philly, man, that, you you know, you left on bad terms, right? And then Andy Reid took you in out there in Kansas City, man, and you really wasn't the same Slim Shady, man, like you was when you was in Philly. And then you going to get on the radio, on, on national TV, and talk bad about the man, you know what I mean? And then you're going to try to clean it up, talk out man, you glad for the high because they're bad. Man, if you was glad and all that, you wouldn't have never said what you said. You know what I mean? <laughs> you would have went on here and gave this props right off the break. You know, so it's personal with you, man. You know, I don't care what nobody say. You know, if you can't clean it up with me, then when you said all that stuff you said on the internet, you know, I mean, and on 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 the on the cast for everybody to see it here, you know what I mean? Because everybody's posting it all over social media and yeah. everything, man. You know, it's it's it's. it's it's it's, it's it's personal, man. Well, listen, he wasn't on TV.
4: That. He wasn't on TV last year, I don't believe at this time, regularly, was he? And then he said what he said about enemy and they got a job out of it. So, all
7: right, hey, Now you're all over the place, you yeah. know what I mean? So is I it Fox, is it, it's a Fox company you know?
4: station, right? How ironic is that? Yeah, that's
7: what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you know, man, Hell he'll be on He'll be on one of them news shows office. this
4: week, probably. <laughs> <laughs> man, <it was> <laughs> he'll probably be invited on one of those popular news channels over there. Anyway, all right, thanks for the call, man. We yeah, I appreciate that. Going to <laughs> Junkyard Dog.
8: Burr, burr, burr. What's up? JYD. JYD is in the house. And this is for you, McCoy. Know your role. Shut your mouth. You damn chabroni. And the next thing, all these these analysts that we got all on on uh, ESPN and get up in the morning and all that kind of stuff, they trying to act like you know like they somewhat happy about you know about any about any black person who who perseveres in in in, 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 in the National Football League, but they really not. A lot of them are not, and we know, and a lot of them are Caucasians. They try, to, they, they try to pretend that, they, that, they, that they're not prejudiced because they're trying to hold on to their $80,000 a year and little analyst job. That's the only reason why they try to talk nice about black people. Now, the next thing I'm going to say is that the person on that roster who's going to benefit the most for uh, Beniniti being there is, I think, Jarrett Patterson. You know why? Because he has speed, and speed kills, and he can get where he needs to get you in a hurry. So I think that he, he's going to benefit the most, or whatever. That's where I see it. Now, I look at, I look at Bam Robinson, or, yeah, you know, he's a plotter. He might, he might be beneficial down there on the goal line, or whatever. But I don't know nothing about his speed, or whatever. And one thing about Kansas City, they love speed.
4: Yes, they do. Fast and that's team. all I
8: got to say. In fact, you know what? All these people calling in, like you said, Doc, we don't know what's going to be presented out there on the field because we don't know what he has in plan for what he's how he's going to work the offense. You know what? I'm gonna be like Aaron Rodgers. I, y'all not gonna hear from me. I'm going into darkness. Until the first preseason game.
3: <laughs> may not be I like don't a bad it. mood, Junkyard. I don't believe no, it. No, seriously. All right, White. It may not be. Patience. I don't believe it. AP, you've been patient. Thank you.
9: How are you?
4: Finally.
9: Hey, what up, Doc? What up, Scott Jack? How you doing, buddy? Hey, hey look, Excuse man. Me. Just the piggyback. <laughs> hey, man. The piggyback off my man. Uh Jack Dog and my man um what's my boy out southeast? Bonesy. LaShawn McCoy, Shady. 'Cause he he he's been real shady. He's been real shady as of late. So shady Shady McCoy fits him quite well. That's that's an appropriate name for that guy. Because this is my whole thing. Now, the NFL, not for so long. This man, Eric Bianamy, on a Super Bowl winning organization you telling me that this man did next to nothing and he doesn't call plays, he doesn't have anything to do with the game planning and, and whatnot on game day. So how is it that this man still has a job? Now, I can understand if he survived and had a job behind the scenes with us because we all know, and, 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 the, and the Jets and these other organizations where these joke play callers get jobs because they know somebody. I can understand that. But you telling me on a championship-winning organization that this man was just behind the scenes, not doing nothing, not having anything to do with the success of the offense and still had a job to come to, I find that hard to believe. So, obviously, Mr. Shady McCoy, you're salty. You're in your feelings because you got, you know, you was at the end of your career and you got exposed. And that's what it is. So just get out your bag appreciate greatness when it's due, and, and just, you know, like, stop it, man, because, then you're going to bash this, man, and then at the end of it, but, yeah, you know, I want to see black people succeed, and you know? I want to see black people eat and get a job. Well, I mean, come on, man. You're you really contradicting yourself. Like, just do us all a favor and go away. That's all I got, man. Appreciate right, you Thanks,
4: Nicole.
3: Well, you know about Speak? You know how many people have never heard of Speak?
4: I, I, hadn't. I, mean, I, I see point. all this stuff on uh, Twitter. I don't watch any of the shows. Yeah, I, even so know. They're I don't getting think a I have of, the channel. They're behind. getting a lot
3: of run. I mean, either way you look at it, somebody's got it going. How about to go to, let's go, do we have time to get to Waldorf?
4: Yeah, we can get to Waldorf. Okay, Antonio. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Good, been interesting. Hey, Tony, what's up? Interesting.
10: Uh, all right. Um, so I kind of agree with the last caller. I kind of came in late, so I didn't really know what you guys were talking about. But it seems like it's about the Eric Bandomi situation mm-hmm. and the comments said about him. Um, but I think a lot of people need to dial it back when it comes to be Eric Bandomi. And like like the, uh, Buddy said, that just called. Um, I kind of want to like double back on that. Like clearly he he knows where he's going to some extent. If he's on Andy Reid's, you know, coaching staff, and he's been there for as long as he has. And from another standpoint, as far as what he will bring to, to our offense or bringing his style of play, it can't get worse than what it was last season and the seasons before <laughs> as far as how the offense was, as far as uh, adjusting and kind of being predictable. So I just feel like people need to pump the brakes. And then, like, the speed aspect, Curtis Samuels might be, might be used differently. It's, it's so many different positives that I feel like not being highlighted with with the sign that Eric to me, and it's like it's always it seems like it's always something negative to be said. This guy hasn't even called to play for us yet. Like I just feel like it, just dial it back a little bit. Like that's that's kind of what I how I feel about it. And appreciate you guys for taking my call. Nice
3: Thanks for calling, buddy. Yeah, I mean it's this is what else will we do until we know we don't know we don't know. i and, yeah. and also what do you want to know? He's here. Right. We're not going to be able to know until we get to camps. Sure. Mini camps. Exactly. They're going to draft some people. They're going to be people we don't even know about yet that will be added to the mix. Then, what influence does he have over people at Kansas City that might be better than people we have that he knows about? You know? So, this whole thing is going to look a little bit different than before we get out to training
4: camp in July. Yeah, no doubt. Um All right, before we break, uh, we uh, obviously need to tell you something very important that I've I've suddenly lost on my phone. Oh, yes, uh, we're brought to you by the Maryland uh, Vehicle Theft Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know a stolen vehicle? There's a stolen vehicle every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland. The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your key, use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft prevention at MarylandAutoTheft.org. All right, we'll break. We'll come back. More calls on the other side uh, in the 2 o'clock hour. Let's get into what we learned from the first weekend of the return of the XFL. Shields up with the defenders here on Burgundy Gold today. Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app.
6: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella, is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
4: we gold going to go today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 98 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. It's cool looking up on the TVs and seeing all these Matt McClung interviews now. Um, he's getting all this uh, attention, obviously, after the dunk competition win over the weekend. I, you know, you and I, I think, discussed this late last week about how the All-Star weekend, you know, the game itself is a joke and that's still held to be true. And I said, I just don't know. What we're going to get from a um, dunk competition, we didn't know the players for the most part, right? Like, they're just, you know, you don't have stars involved, but obviously McClung was great, and actually Kenny Martin Jr. was, I mean, all the guys did a nice job. It was a, it was a really good competition um, over the weekend, and it kind of, you know, it, it was it was definitely b- kind of back on a high level for me. It was fun to see, but I, I still at one point need to see a John Morant, need to see you know, I need to see a Zion or somebody like that get in this thing. happen. I know, I know, but just, I need it's to see gonna it. It's not going to
3: happen. Because of Coach Thompson, you know, we were at the 2000 slam dunk when Vince – Insanity. sanity went nuts, and we were there courtside because of Coach. The energy in that building and just watching – I've been to maybe five NBA All Star games. Watching the pros, the Dikembe, Lonzo, no guys. It used to be them excited over what they see is what made it for me. When all the badasses, Nick, MJ, yeah. competing now, like the like they take days off and mm-hmm. they're making more than they've ever made and they're doing less. They want to yeah. do less. They yeah. don't get it. That dog is gonna catch them. It's ignorant. Yeah. It's so shallow. And here's the thing about hoopsters. Most real dogs, they'd be on the blacktop if they weren't playing. They'd be playing every night somewhere just for the hell of it. But now all of a sudden, and I don't, look, I understand you need to back off a bit, back off on home games, not away games. Right. People, you only go there once a year, you know
4: damn well. That's the worst.
3: The only reason people come into games because you there. That to me is ignorance. And it's just short-term thinking. So we'll you know, we'll see. I, I am I love it. McClung, I, I I'm I'm not mad at him at all. The three point shooting contest, I know if, if Steph had been there, maybe they'd done it. I was good with it because it was game time. I got my thrill off that. I need your help on the skills deal. Are you hung up on the skills deal? Can we do better than that?
4: I mean I like the three point competition, it's always been great. Yeah,
3: but the skills deal with it. The yeah, guys, it's yeah. kinda
4: dumb, yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah, it's like it's targets and all that stuff. Goofiness, yeah. And then they used to have the thing. They still do I don't. I never watch it, honestly, up until the... But I, get mm-hmm. in, I get into the three-point competition and mm-hmm. stick through the dunk, and then I'm out. You know what I mean? I, I don't watch the, the previous stuff. Like the night before that terrible celebrity game and the... Oh, no. I haven't watch watched, Star- watched that in five years. Yeah, I am watching Future Stars in a long time, but quite frankly, and this is embarrassing to admit, the main reason I watch Future Stars... Is because none of the guys that play for the team I care about ever seem to be in the game, which is not right. a good sign. That right. uh, you don't have you don't have anybody who can even make the damn future stars game. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. but whatever. Um, so that's probably on me and, and the team I root for. But whatever. Yeah, I just I, I How thought about the, the
3: game itself. Did you watch any of the oh, games? I itself? watched
4: about five minutes, and they had Luca like kind of like you did like jog. I don't would I even call a jog? He was kind of tippy toeing up and down the court while being interviewed during the game, damn. and. It was so terrible. I mean, Eminem, hey, you it, watch any? It was so terrible. I like, just
5: caught the highlights because it actually started right when the defenders. Yeah, it was, it no. was so yeah. bad. I, I like the I amount
4: of play. pressure defense, and I put the air quotes like this is not pressure. You know what I mean? Like it's just like at least in the old days, they'd kind of fake it, like they were going to do something about it. Now it's like, no man, do you want to go score it? We're just we're done. We're going to watch it. We're not even going to move all the way past midcourt Sometimes ninety uh, percent of the time, it is awful.
3: They would have played harder if they were outdoors on blacktop.
4: <laughs> yes. I'm telling
3: you, Hooper's hoop. That's the part where I'm going, who told them that it was okay to just mail this in and launch yeah. shots and I don't get it. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Uh, the dunk thing, I don't think it'll ever be solved. If they're not doing it now, making the most they've ever made, I can understand it back in the day. Don't forget, once upon a time, the best on earth, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, was making three million yeah. a season. Crazy. In the Bulls.
4: Three. I remember when he was making 26 per year, and that was, seemed to be a lot, but he was still severely underpaid. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. I mean, remember he p- played here on the minimum. He played here for $2 million and donated it the two years to the Pentagon Relief Fund yeah. for 9-11. So, I mean, he played for free. Well, I mean, in the end, he got a check that was handed to him from the owner, and he told him he didn't want it, right. and I'm cleaning that up for radio. Right. Uh, but this, you'll see this in the 30 for 30 if they ever do it. Whoever's doing the 30 for 30, I I can't I, wait. I can't wait to see it.
3: But he but he had that, that air about him. He was – it is amazing what those guys did. He wasn't alone. I mean, Will, Kareem, all the stars, Rick Bear, all these people. And then now they have these toddlers come in, and they built it off these guys, and they don't seem to understand it. It's just like baseball with Kirk Flood. They don't understand the history of the sport. They don't know why free agents even exist. Yeah. They're just playing it. And to see them roll up in there and be arrogant and then don't play no defense and to just disrespect the game until the playoffs, to me, it's just, it's unacceptable.
4: Yeah, it's weird. Um, weird times, for sure. And I don't know how you fix it. I really don't know... Again, the you know, a lot a lot of this is already out, you know. I don't know if you can turn it around and, and fix it and make it better at this point.
3: Well the season the owners are gonna have to come up with something.
4: Yeah, it's gonna if have to be the next CBA. Rebates. Yeah, right, right. You know, with all yeah. this
3: electro- electronic uh abilities we have now, okay, so if you if you if your dog doesn't play, send twenty five percent back of the ticket to my account. In other words, you gotta pay me. When your people don't show up. Even if they play poorly, I paid for that. But if they don't participate at all, then I need a rebate. I need a kickback. I need something. Give me a discount at the grocery store. You have to do something. And you know what's going to happen? Nothing. You know why? Just like us NFL junkies, we never protest anything.
4: Well, I think part of the problem, and you and I have been talking about this for years, and I finally heard somebody say it on a national uh, format. I was very excited to hear it. Finally, somebody waking up to it. Part of the problem for the league right now is it's more interesting, the the fantasy aspect of it. Hey, this guy might go here, he's going to be bought out, he's going to get traded, whatever. He's oh, gonna you like free. KD, so you agree with KD's theory. Well, no, that's become, but the problem is, not what he's not understanding, that's actually become more interesting than the actual games. And that's an issue. I mean, that's a huge problem. If I care more about that than the actual games, and actually investing into the product, that's a problem. That's not good. That means you're just basically a reality show. Like that, they're like a reality show. You're not really a sports league. You well, know I mean? we know
3: the fantasy and wagering yeah. has
4: saved the bottom half of the
3: NFL. Mm-hmm. The losers now got saved. They got put on life support because they'll put up with your garbage product if they can wager on it, and especially yep. at the arena. So I'll still participate with you because I can make money off your ignorance. Genius. The fantasy deal was the best thing ever, ever that I could get you to not focus on half my league that's incompetent, but yet you still got. It. I mean, it's brilliant. I when it first came out, I said this will never work. Well, no knucklehead, because you're thinking no, about the game. Right, right. Most people don't give a damn about the game. Mm-hmm. It's the app, everything that comes on around it, and as a result, bingo. It's one of the smoothest moves ever.
4: Yeah, I just again, I just hope someday we can get back to the games that are as entertaining and as interesting as the off season and the other stuff.
3: But there's no yeah. way to pressure organizations into being
4: competent. No, there's no
3: penalty for ignorance. You get a bonus for failure.
4: Yeah, there's that. I, I just, I don't, that's don't know a how problem. you're fix it. Uh, by the way, w- one quick breaking okay. piece of news: speaking of the NBA via our Wizards, uh, Will Barton has officially been bought out. By the team ahead of the March first deadline, he's now eligible to become a free agent. So that will help him out, and obviously it helps them out for the interim to get um, Goodwin up on the roster. So, I so can
3: kid you when it comes to NBA because you invested so much; it's not fair to you that well, you I don't, don't invest anything champion.
4: in it now. <laughs> well, you, you but you found your youth. Yeah, was. Yeah, it was. That was great. I mean, I just I just can't take it seriously now. And, 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 and sadly, like, the again, show, if,
3: I, just... if
4: I can't even watch a future Stars game and see one of the players on my own team no. ever, I mean, is it's no. a problem. I mean, it means we're just doing something wrong here in our process, right? Yeah. Ugh. yeah. Anyway. Well, at least you have people that make the most. I mean, at least you can
3: hang yeah. your hat on something. I guess we can. Yeah, you've got – I guess – you beat your chest because you have max players,
4: right? <laughs> right, right.
3: Even if the max, it, it doesn't maximize anything to your benefit. Does it
4: maximize wins? No, but no it doesn't. I, that's my them. whole point. Yeah, yeah.
3: We've lost the connection yeah. between why we play games. It was a once upon a time to win or no. lose. Now they've they've circumvented that. Roberto in the district. Welcome, Doc Jack. So- you play
0: to win the game, say my man. <laughs> Term. Hello? But you don't need to win the game when you're getting paid by sponsors and all of that money that comes with it. So there's no incentive you're on this uh, participation trophy society. You know how it is. Right or wrong?
3: Well, participating. Yeah, for, I mean, I can't.
0: <laughs> you got a trophy for participating. Yeah, that's Thank true. That's coming. true. I guess we should have known <laughs> this
3: was coming this way. So that was, you know, that's next. I
0: mean, you know, players don't play uh, a, a whole season no more on the NBA. Uh, uh, it's like, nah. and like you say you made the point. The kid saved the whole entire season, entire allowance. To go to that one game that you know Steph Curry is coming to the city, and Steph Curry is in in, in, in warm up suit, they don't play. Mm-hmm. If they ever made, if they even make the, the trip, so that's crazy, man. Oh, real quick on, on the enemy, the 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 title assistant head coach tells you what is des- what's coming next. And I told you that last week. Rivera is setting this thing up so he can step off this, this nightmare. Oh, that is he, the he doesn't even know form. he's going to get yeah. an opportunity
4: yeah, to yeah, do that. Man, not, what are you talking about? He doesn't Appreciate even know who his boss goal, is going to yeah. be in two months. Come I, on. I'm with you on that, Jay. Come on. Nobody we got to stop know, yeah. making this crap up. This is what we'd like to hear. Yeah. Nobody knows that. There's, not, not, there's no chance. It's, 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 there's that, a that, guy that, out there that, that told Sean Payton he wanted to hire him. That's how much he thought of Ron Rivera. Come on. Give me a break. He can't set up some succession plan if he doesn't even know if he's going to finish the season. If the if there's a new well, owner in place, he may not get the full season. Though, right? Understand that. He, he may not get the full me, season. Though, right? And the new owner may not think very much of the enemy either. Okay? He got this well, guy that, in here because he thinks he's going to save his ass and save his job. He thinks he's the best true. available candidate. Oh, it's, it's nothing about, to do with I some mean, succession it's plan. It's plan, man. This is all Fantasy Island it's crap, it's, crap everybody wants to talk about. But-
0: what I'm trying to say, Jack, is like you—you're making a presentation for the for for the buyers. This is what the plan is. I'm in. So The buyers are gonna going to say they're brand new to this
4: business. You're, you're you're already trying to get out of here, and you haven't completed the mission. Like that doesn't look good. I mean, why why am I paying you seven million dollars? <laughs> then I would get rid of you now. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've heard this a million versions of this from people. I get it. You guys don't like Ron. Okay, if you don't like Ron, that's fine. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that lost trust in him, but to think that there's some fantasy idea that he's setting BN to be up to take his job where he doesn't even know who's signing his checks in a few months. Come on. doesn't make any sense. There's no guarantees. Again, there is a buyer out there, an interested buyer potentially, that was calling up Sean Payton. That's how much he thought of the job they were doing here. So come on. He's, he's making this hire because he thinks this guy's going to help keep his job going, not trying to get out of the business. I'm so, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, that's game. real talk. Doesn't too. make sense. that's yeah, real talk. Doesn't make sense. All right, coming up, let's get to the XFL from the weekend and what the NFL and what perhaps the commanders could learn from our team here in town. The defenders are back, and so are the crazy fans. We'll get to that straight ahead here on Burgundy and Gold today with Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team 90. streaming live in the Free Odyssey app.